Housewives Relatable listeners, it's your girl Stella again. I'm so happy to be here with you all for my fourth episode of Housewives Relatable. And I'm super happy to be on this journey with you all. You know, I'm new in this space and things are not always going to be perfect. But I'm willing to learn the ropes of uh, podcasting. I'm very well aware that a lot of different people already do this and some of them have way more experience and the support of a production team to make everything sound perfect and seamless. You know, I don't have a team at the moment. I'm team me. Um, It's just me and hopefully you'll get to know me a little bit, you know, through this and be part of my growth. Since we're talking about growth, I want to take the time to send my congratulations to Melissa Gorga for her 50th episode of uh, On Display. So, of course, I listened to Melissa's podcast. And to be quite honest with you, at first, I didn't know what to expect. You know, as a viewer of the show, we don't always get to see Melissa's personality shine through as much. Not because she's like, not because she's boring, like a lot of viewers like to say. I don't actually, I don't actually think that, you know, she is boring. Um, it's just because that there's always such big personalities around her. It, it's hard to get to see who the real Melissa is in Jersey. Like, if you think about it, her husband, Joe... He, he kind of has a big personality. He is a show himself, right? And he tends to overshadow Melissa a bit. And then you also have Margaret. You know, Margaret is this big personality. She speaks a mile a minute. She has those crazy one-liners. You know, another big personality around Melissa. And Melissa and Margaret are friends, right? And then you have Jennifer. Jennifer completely over the top likes to party when she's out with the girls you know she gets a little drunk and funny and loud so i would say that melissa is definitely one of the calmer ones on this show but on her podcast she is fun to listen to she has some great guests you know her family is a riot her mom's a riot like i I love when donna marco is on seriously give me more of donna she is funny that lady is hysterical and you know she has joe too and other people on the show so you know melissa take um take joe's advice and you know give yourself a big pat on the back like joe said and i love how joe is always like such a big cheerleader for melissa you know because you did this and you know 50 episodes of on display that's really a big a big deal so congratulations to you and melissa you are a initially you know I wanted to have a space where I could I could discuss what is happening in the housewife world and find a way to make it personal and connect with my listeners in a way that is relatable so you know I know there's many different franchises and we can talk about all of them and we will But for me, Jersey, because of the family and friendship aspect of it, 
is the most relatable one for me to talk about. So I'm not saying we're not going to cover the other shows. We will. But don't be surprised if we talk a lot about Jersey on this show, on this podcast. Because like I said, this show in particular is very relatable to me. So I said it before. Okay, a little bit about me now. (laughs) I said it before. I'm not Italian. And um, I'm just married in a European like I just I've just married into a European family so although in they're not Italian either there's a lot of similarities in the way we handle conflicts and disagreements um, within the family without getting into like personal details I can say that arguments usually happen because of a misunderstanding it's usually a financial one <laughs> And then the pride becomes bigger than the fight. Like no one seems to remember exactly why things are the way they are. And, you know, no one is speaking for years. What used to be is no longer. There's just no more Thanksgiving together, no more Easter together, no more birthdays. There's just no more celebrations. And, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say that they won't see much or they just don't see much of of each other for years. So. That's just the way it is um, in European families. So until someone dies, right? Then of course you have to come and show your respects. So, you know, there's a lot of drama in, in uh, Jersey right now between Teresa, Joe, Melissa. We have all read the blogs and listened to YouTubers, podcasters, you know, both Teresa and Joe have come forward to say that they do not currently have a relationship with each other. Um, it was alluded to that, you know, I'm not sure if they want to have a relationship with each other. Like Teresa says her own thing and then Joe says another thing. But for the most part, it seems like they are in agreement that there is currently not a relationship and they're not really seeing, you know, a, they're not foreseeing a future together as siblings so you know obviously I can't wait for season 13 to air so we can see exactly what transpired to cause a rift between the families you know I want to see exactly of course I've heard you know rumors I've heard rumors like you know Joe is not attending Joe and Melissa are not attending Teresa and Joe's um, wedding but I can't wait for season 13 to, to air so we can really see why, what happened, what caused that. Okay. And, uh, oh yeah, speaking of the, speaking of the wedding, last season at the reunion, Teresa confirmed that Melissa would not be one of her bridesmaids at her wedding. And rumors have it that Teresa asked Dolores, Jennifer, and Melissa afterwards to be part of the big day like I guess the word around town the Jersey town or uh, the Twitter town the Twitter sphere uh, is that um, you know Teresa asked Melissa and Melissa declined okay and I've read and heard some mixed feelings about this it seems like viewers uh, fans of the show have mixed feelings about um, Melissa declining Uh, to be a bridesmaid okay 
I've read that some people said that she should have accepted and be the bigger person and be part of his sister-in-law's big day. You know, as much as I'm a, a Teresa fan, okay, you can call me a tree hugger, right? I, I am a Teresa fan since day one. But although I am a Teresa fan, I have to say that if I were Melissa, I would have declined too, okay? Teresa, no one wants to feel like they were an afterthought. So maybe for Dolores and for Jennifer, it's not that deep. Maybe for them, and I don't think it is that deep because at the end of the day, <clears throat> initially you were just going to have your daughters and your sister-in-laws. And then your friends are like, oh, okay, she already has, has four kids. And then she's going to ask like, her, <clears throat> sorry guys, I uh, <laughs> just accidentally hit my table. I'm sorry about that. But yes, so, um, you know, maybe for Jennifer and Dolores, it's not that deep. They're thinking Teresa already has four daughters. She probably wants her new sister-in-laws to be part of her wedding party. That's already a pretty big wedding party. You know, we're not taking offense to it. Like, bye, right? But for Melissa, yeah, I could understand why that one may have stung a bit more. Because, um, you know, I think initially, like Melissa said, uh, Teresa was going to ask her daughter to be part of her wedding, which makes sense. You know, she has four beautiful daughters. Um, they're all pretty much grown up now. So, you know, what better gift to kind of send your mom, you know, away um, to her new life after having, you know, so many headaches, heartaches, and um, problems over the past 10, 15 years, right? So that's understandable. And, you know, but at the time where the, Teresa decided to ask um, her new sister-in-laws to be part of her wedding, I think someone at that point should have said something like, you know what, Teresa, you should just ask. You should just ask Melissa as well. You know, before it was made public, you know, like on Watch What Happens Live that Melissa would not be part of the wedding. I think someone should have just had to sit down with Teresa and said, Tree, if you're trying to keep the peace, if you're trying to start this new life with this new man, you know, let's let's try to start this relationship on the right foot. You know, your sister-in-law and you obviously will never be friends. They will like close friends, but you're still family. So if you want to keep the peace, just ask her if she wants to walk in your wedding. Or to be in your wedding, especially if Joe Gorga was asked by Louis to uh, be a groomsman, right? To me, that just makes sense. So, so like I said, as much of a fan of Teresa, like that I am, I feel like Teresa should have asked Melissa to be part uh, of her big day as well. You know, like for example, I personally have a lot of siblings, but I'm married to someone who only has one. Okay. So my husband only has one sister and we have two kids. So naturally, because I have a sister that I love and adore, I made her the godmother of our first child and came the second child. You know, I could have picked the best friend or someone that I felt I was super close with, or I could have even picked my own sister again. And, um, you know, just to give you a little bit of history here, my husband is not the type of, um, of person to ever put any pressure on me about anything. And even in that case, he didn't. But then just one day I blurted it out to him and I said, let's just give it to your sister. And you can believe me that I have some friends 
like close friends that felt some sort of way about this and they thought that I should have asked them okay um but I just feel like there's certain situations in life it just doesn't feel right to pick a friend over your family especially when there's only one you know person like my husband only has one sister he doesn't have any other siblings well, I have tons of siblings, so I already gave it to my sister, and I'm just thinking, okay, you know, I'm no, I know my friends would be super happy right now that, you know, I give them that title, but, you know, when you're married to someone, you just don't want that kind of stuff to be, like, at the back of their minds, you know what I mean? So it's just easier to just be like, you know what, let's do the right thing, he only has one sister, yeah, it's not, like, my best best friend but that's still his only sister and like what's wrong with that just give it to her and that's it and there's no fight right so you can call me old school when it comes to that but i still feel until this day that we made the right choice no matter how other people may have felt about it so i, I really think that you know plus is it melissa already um gabriella's godmother you know so if if Teresa felt at some point in time that her and Melissa were close enough to give Gabriella, um, like to give Melissa the title of godmother to Gabriella, then it shouldn't be a big deal, you know, for Melissa to just be a simple bridesmaid in her wedding. Like, there's already like, I don't know, 15 millions of them that are part of the wedding. So, you know, you could have just gave that little title for one day to your sister. That's not that big of a deal. Okay. So. You know, Christmas is <laughs> Christmas is approaching right now. Like we're in December. And you know, Christmas and the holiday season, it means that families are going they're going to get together and uh, it's it's supposed to be a season where people get together to love, to celebrate, you know. I would really like to be a little fly on the wall to see how Teresa and Louis and their new blended family will be celebrating Christmas this year. You know, like I said, it's supposed to be about love. It's supposed to be about it's supposed to be about peace. You know, everyone is happy, everyone is merry, everyone is drinking, hugging, you know? It's supposed to be a very cheery season. And <laughs> Teresa may not feel like she needs her brother and Melissa, you know, at such a happy time in her life. Like she found, she finally found the man of her dreams. She moved into her brand new home. Everything is good between the siblings. Like, you know, I think GIT college and Louis's son and Teresa, they're vibing and they're also vibing with the daughters, Melania, Gabriella. Like everyone is going, uh, everything is going well and everyone is getting along. Okay, and from what I've seen, Teresa seems to adore her new sister-in-laws. Okay, um, Louis sisters, like you know, on the reunion show, Teresa was saying, "They call me every day. We speak on the phone all the time. We do stuff together. I believe that you know they have gone on vacation together. Like just by going on Teresa's Instagram, I've seen that they they definitely vacation together." And, you know, Louis' sisters are beautiful as well. And, you know, everything's good now. But we also have to realize that their relationship is also new. And I wish nothing but positive things 
you know, for Teresa and Louie and for their families. But, you know, we have to also be realist, realistic with each other. This is, they're still in their honeymoon phase, okay? Uh, everything is fine. Like, the relationship in itself is new. And because I'm married, and I know that some of you are as well, um, we know that family fights. It's inevitable. It happens. You know, people have arguments at times. I'm not saying that I wish for Teresa and her new sister-in-laws to fight, but there will be times where they won't see eye to eye or, you know, they will disagree on something. So what do you do then? You know, are you going to ask Louis to not speak with his sister? Like, what do you do? What do you do at that point? How do you resolve conflict? right? Because everything is fine and dandy and everything is close. You know, you're like, oh, they call me every day. We're getting along. But when the going get, gets tough, then, you know, how do you handle it? And we all remember a time where I think Teresa has said multiple times on the show that she, she wanted to be close or she was close to Melissa at the beginning and they were like speaking on the phone and they used to travel and go to Punta Cana together and do all of that stuff together. So it seems like, I don't know how close of a relationship they had, but there was at least a relationship and like a little bit of closeness at that time. And then something happened and then it seems like they've never been able to get back on a path and stay on that path because there's when you watch a show it's fun to see family um tear each other apart and tear each other down but for us as viewers you also like to see family beat up like on a tv show okay you don't want it to just be a fight all the time and you don't want them to just be kumbaya all the time either so i think the roller coaster that we've been on for the past 10 years with Joe, Melissa, and Teresa has been a good one because, you know, there there has been times where they, they were just feuding and fighting with each other and coming at each other hard and other times that, you know, they would all be good with each other and trying to resolve their conflicts and just stay amicable and, you know, see each other. So, I don't know. You know, I feel like you know, Teresa has a, like a podcast as well right now. Okay. She has a podcast called Namaste Bitches with um, Melissa, not Melissa Gorga now, <laughs> not Melissa Gorga. Let's not be shady. Uh, Melissa, I never really know how to pronounce her last name. Like I'm just going to attempt that one. I think she says Fister, Melissa Fister. Yes. So she has a, a podcast with Melissa's sister, who she likes and who she likes to say that she likes, um, you know, they have that post podcast called Namaste. And um, we've seen Teresa in the past, like in the previous seasons, you know, do therapy with her brother Joe, with Dr. Sweeney, and also enlist the help of uh, Dr. V, you know, to try to help them communicate. And I believe it was season three at some point. You see... Um, Teresa and uh, Melissa sit down at Jacqueline's house and, you know, kind of talk to each other. You know what? I think Teresa and Melissa, like if I can just go on a little bit of a sidebar here, I think that Teresa and Melissa really need a sit down. They do. Okay. One sit, one sit down in 10 years is not enough. It's not enough. Like they've had that sit down at Jacqueline's house and I feel like nothing really got resolved there because the entire time 
um, when Melissa and Teresa were talking, Teresa kept on saying, let's not rehash the past. Let's not rehash the past. You know, you've done things. I'm sure I've done things. And let's just move forward. Let's just be a family. <laughs> you have to love Teresa for that. You know, it's, uh, I truly believe that she means well. I believe that uh, she has good intentions. She doesn't always know how to express um, her feelings, if I could say it like that. I feel that sometimes she just says, like, you know, blanket statement, let's just be a family. Let's just move forward. Let's just be close. Okay, let's just be close. Let's be a family. Let's move forward. That sounds great. That almost sounds like, you know, a chant. Let's be close. Let's be close. Let's be close. Let's be a family. But at the end of the day, I feel like Teresa never really explains to Melissa how she wants to be close, how she wants to um, be a family. You know, it's almost like when you're in a relationship with your with your partner, your husband, your wife, and you're like, let's do this, let's do that. Okay, but show me, how do we do this? You know, I feel like it sounds good, but if you don't explain to the person, this is what I need to feel close to you, then they're never really gonna do it. You know, Teresa, I don't think back then you were at a place, uh, Teresa and Joe, I don't think that you were at a place where you could communicate, you know, when you sat down with Dr. Sweeney and Dr. V, like after the big fight and all of that, I don't think that neither one of you were in the space to really dig deep and talk things like through, like on a deeper level with, um, the, the therapist. Okay. Teresa seems to be a little bit different now that she's with Louis or that Louis with her. You know, Louis is very big on journaling and communicating his emotions and talking and talking a lot and just, you know, expressing yourself. And even after the whole um, argument that Joe and Melissa had, I don't know if it was Joe and Melissa, but anyways, I think it was Joe between Joe and his nieces. Um, Louis kind of organized that little pizza thing, that, that pizza um, gathering at his house and you know, try to encourage um, the family to talk to each other. And people can say whatever they want about Louis. I don't personally know him. Um, I just see what you guys see on the show. But uh, what I'm going to say is that Louis, at least he's trying. Okay. Like, I don't know what his intentions are. Um, like I said, I don't really know him. But at least I feel like Louis is trying. He's trying with um, with uh, the family. He's trying with Teresa. He's trying with Teresa's brother, and they're 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 trying to be a family. And um, yeah, so I you know I I feel like Louis is definitely trying to do that. So you know people always want to give him bad intentions and say, oh well, why is he doing this or. You know what? At the end of the day, I think he's good for the show. I think Louis is good, like a positive influence in Teresa's life. Um, he's at least trying to get her to connect with her brother 
and communicate with him. He's not just saying like, oh, just forget about that. Well, at least on camera, he's not saying, forget about that guy. Forget about your brother. You have me now. You know, you don't care about your brother and kids. Don't care about his wife. Like, don't communicate. He's at least trying, right? So, you know, I think we should give him credit for that at least, okay? So, but unfortunately, it's not enough. It doesn't seem like, and this is not to bash And this is not to bash um, Teresa in any sort of ways. It's really to say that you would think that with a husband, like then fiance, but now husband, um, that is so big on communication, okay? And Lu I believe that one of Louis' sisters has an app, like a forgiveness app called Forgivity. I've heard about that before, like Teresa was doing some sort of podcast with Dina and that's the first time I heard of forgivity. So anyways, Louis is big on communication, Louis has a sister that is very close to Teresa that has a forgiveness app called Forgivity. You would think with that with all of these people around Teresa, she would be more open to making things nice with her family, okay? And this is the only family that she has at this point, okay? Her parents are deceased. Kathy and Rosie are not in her life. Her kids are getting older. So with each birthday, Thanksgiving, Easter, and Christmas that passes, Teresa and Joy, they're actually showing their kids what it's like to live without, without your siblings. And they're showing them how to resolve conflict. Okay, like, it doesn't matter how you look at it. That's exactly what they're showing their children. Like, unfortunately, it's not enough to say to your kids, you know, because we hear that, right? We, we hear that from them a lot. Don't be like us. Be better than us. Don't do what we did, you know? Joe will say, take care of your sister, take care of your brother, you know, I'm the only brother that you have, don't forget that. And it's not, it's not enough to just say that anymore. And if you, as the parent, like as the example, if you're not doing it, if you're not making up with your brother or your sister, then your kids won't either, they won't do it either. So... What I would want for Teresa at this point is um, I would want for her to go back to that place where, like, I think one time she said something like, I want my girls to see me trying because if they don't see me try with my brother, one day they won't try with their sister. And that statement couldn't be more true. Okay. So maybe with the help of Louis, who is like a master communicator and the help of her sister-in-law who is like the creator of an application called Forgivity that focuses on forgiveness. I'm not, I'm not sure how the app works, you know? <laughs> like, that's an interesting concept, I'm gonna say that, but at least, you know, I'm just saying, she has the right intention. She likes to talk about forgiveness. So, and you have um, the other one, Melissa Pfister, 
um, on the podcast with her, namaste, you know, namaste, you're supposed to be namaste. So with all of these people in her life, how do we get, uh, how come we're, we're here now? How did we get there, right? How did we get to this point? And I would hope that these people in Teresa's life um, would have the right influence on her and just be like, you know what, you're my friend, I love you, I care about you. And I think I can show you a thing or two about this thing called moving forward or forgiveness. I feel like Teresa listens a lot to, to Louis from what we can see on, like of them on camera. Um, it seems like he has, I don't like to say a hold because that, that sounds, you know, that has a little bit of a negative connotation to it, but I would like to say a positive influence on her. Like she, um, considers strongly what he says might be a better way of saying it. So I would like for, for, for Louis to, to kind of like try to reconcile the family and by the way i have to give him some credit again because i he was on the podcast recently he was on Teresa and melissa feister's uh sisters sorry um podcast namaste bitches and you know it was cool to have him on and to have him just like talk a little bit without being in interrupted by margaret or someone <laughs> from his past trying to bring up some dirt on him and uh i i have to say that louis to me, he seems like a stand-up person um, on the show and on the show, the, the podcast, right? Because he had an opportunity to kind of blast Joe. He didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't share any of the personal details him and Joe exchanged. He just said that, you know what? Me and Joe had the opportunity to be vulnerable with one another, and it was a beautiful thing. And I felt really connected to him at that point, and I think he's a good guy. So, um I think it's really important when you have like a mate that is not necessarily trying to bring down your, your family, like, you know, not trying to add to the fire because he could be just, you know, trying to destroy him while Joe and Teresa have like a fractured relationship. But instead he seems like, you know what, he wants to make things right um, with Joe or he wants Teresa to make things right. So I think, you know, I, I'm hopeful. Let's just say I'm hopeful, but, I'm myself preparing to spend the holidays with my family, okay? And uh, to be honest with you, I also have a sibling um, that was estranged from my life um, for quite some time. So, yes, I am very familiar with this type of drama as well. And um, that particular sibling will be present this year. So... You know, I'm learning from everything around me, not just from the show, but of course from the show. Um, but I'm also learning from other people and other families and other friendships around me. Um, because like I said at the beginning, this show is so relatable because we all have families and friends and it's so personal to us, right? And we all have families sometimes or people around us that, are, that we love that are feeding. And uh, I can honestly say that for my part, in my person like in my like in our respective family my family um there's no feud as well but yeah there, there, there was a little bit of distance at some point between myself and the sibling and i'm not gonna say that i'm uh, proud of that but you know things happen and uh, at some point in time you have to 
you know, realize that we're not going to be able to change each other. Um, I'm sure there are things about me that, you know, my sibling would love to change and vice versa. But at some point in time, you have to just move past the argument. Okay. You just have to realize that it is what it is and to learn from everything around you, uh, everyone ar around you and to recognize that everyone deserves to be together for Christmas or for the holidays. And, uh, you know, it saddens me because right now, um, there are some people in our families that won't spend it together. You know, um, some people will be included. Some people will be excluded. Um, some people will receive an invite. Other people won't, you know, not everyone will be, uh, joining the celebration. So if Christmas is about, um, positive things and love and being together and you know it's you are spiritual or religious because at, at the end of the day it is called christmas um <laughs> you know you'll just use that opportunity to do good by one another okay and for this christmas if we could all do good keep that connection going and keep that flame alive and just not just don't give up on each other Hi, my beautiful listeners. It's your girl, Stella. If you have not done so already, please, please, guys, I need some followers. Follow me on Instagram. And don't forget to like, share, comment. Help me spread the word and spread the love. You can reach me at relatable underscore Stella on IG. And if you really like this podcast, don't forget to mention it to your friends and tell them to like it too and to follow me on Podbean.